Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of storylines to hit on. Brock Purdy's become polarizing. People can't figure out how they feel about him as a quarterback. Is he a passenger? Is he? I mean, it's funny because he's he's an MVP candidate. Thursday, they're going to announce Lamar Jackson's going to win it. And the only intrigue there is whether or not he's unanimous for the second time. But Purdy's up there in the MVP conversation, Offensive Player of the Year. So um, the numbers are what they are, but people just aren't sold on him quite yet. Meanwhile, for the Chiefs, they're in the midst of what could be, you know, the exclamation point of a dynasty. The continuation of Patrick Mahomes' you know, ascent toward becoming the greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe Andy Reid uh, continues to you know, sneak up on those all-time great coaches. He climbs that ladder and of the Pantheon. So it's a lot going into this game. I'm looking forward to it. Chiefs, Niners, any early feeling you have? I don't want to you know, reveal it too much because it could change over the course of the week. But any early feeling you have on this game? Well, I'm going to tell you this, Ty. I mean... But San Francisco, I can't say I want, I don't want the Chiefs to win because I want something new. But the San Francisco 49ers has been in the championship game. They've been there the last couple of years. Yeah. So it wouldn't really be something new in my opinion. No, it would have been new if Detroit would have won. I would have yeah, been rooting for Detroit. I really don't don't care. I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, if it was the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans, or the Cleveland Browns, or the Ravens, or the, or, the or, or you know, or, like or the Ravens, right? Yeah, Lamar but finally it getting over different. the hump. Yeah, it's been something different, you know. So right now, that, that this just is a game to me that that's the last game of the season, and uh, yeah, I, I don't really care who win it. You get to see greatness, and that's the thing. I I love having, and this happens like during the NBA Finals, you know, World Series in baseball, uh, and in, and in Super Bowl. I love having. A rooting interest, whether it's a team I'm like passionately rooting for or I'm rooting against, because that creates a you know some that creates some type of a buzz for my viewing experience. Whereas with this game, I'm with you, like you know I I don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about right. San Francisco or Kansas City. If anything, there's a hint of jealousy for me to watch these two teams do it in different ways. Yo, the Niners, I mean. It's not low-key. People know it, but they missed on quarterbacks. The Jimmy Garoppolo experiment, yeah, they went to a Super Bowl, but they told you themselves when they traded him that that, that was a, fa- a failure. The Trey Lance trade was a disaster. And look, they stumbled upon a guy who can come in and drive this car and get them to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, the Chiefs, yo, they went from just being a great regular season team to you know getting bounced early in the playoffs with Alex Smith. To, they trade up to get Patrick Mahomes. I mean, my team's been looking for a quarterback my whole life, and even beyond that, <laughs> and and they just get this guy. Like seriously. So this is, so this is coming from. So this, yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. Just, it is it's some kind jealousy. of annoying, it's, honestly. It's, it's some envy there. <laughs> it's because like the Chiefs fan was like, you know, disappointed. Oh, every single year we win 10, 10 11 games, we get to the playoffs, <laughs> and we lose because. I'm disappointed because I can't even get to the damn playoffs. 13 straight years, man. Like, no team in, in North American sports is is on a deficit uh, of that long, on a drought of that long. So it's just I, I've got some envy, but I also do appreciate greatness. And I love what uh, I see from that uh, Niners offense led by Shanahan. And I love, obviously, what I see from Patrick Mahomes. 
Well, I know my team has been in the playoffs twice in the last ten years, so I mean, I do, I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, so I got that on you at least, Todd. Yeah. You, know, you I, also I got do. the boat trip. I mean, how the boat trip work out? Was that a good idea? But it, I, um, <laughs> I just think they was gonna lose the game anyway. I don't think the boat trip yeah, actually had nothing to do with it. They were gonna get beat. It's just yeah. what it was. I mean, they were, they, you know, they 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 had a young explosive wide receiver in in in, uh, in oh, back. Yeah. And then you have Victor Cruz still on the team, you know, from the you know from the prior years. It wasn't that long he was there, but um, you know, I think they had a pretty good team, pretty good leader in Eli. But guys wanted to go out and go out, get on the boat, have fun, and you know, leave the winner. Like we got all we off, you know, we're gonna we're gonna leave. You I know, mean, we, we, we really need construction boots on a boat in Miami. Like, come on, man. No, nah, we don't. That's a good look. We definitely don't need. We definitely don't need to be on a boat in Miami with jeans on and Tim's. That, Tim's that's that's like, dead. Come on, yeah. No, nah, they they definitely went by doing it the wrong way. They they, they should have had on some you know some sort of water shoes. You know some uh you know some uh some uh hoochie daddy uh, you know swim trunks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the little poom poom shorts that come up <laughs> two inches below you. You know what? Couple inches above the thighs. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't even really enjoy how they were supposed to enjoy it, man. You know. So, you know. I mean, I, I don't blame them for doing it. I probably, if I had that opportunity, I probably would have probably done that as well. My wife would allow me to go. Yeah, it's one big congratulations. You played yourself. Prior to the break, we did get into. <laughs> <laughs> you played yourself. I it like that, itself. man. <laughs> Uh, well, we did get into an interesting conversation about you know what defines a dynasty. Uh, in sports, we can keep it to the NFL. We brought up the the Bills going, you know, four straight years, getting to the Super Bowl and, and not winning one. To me, in, in, in my eyes, you can't be dynastic if you don't get the ultimate hardware at the end, and that's the Lombardi Trophy. And then you remember back in the early seventies that that those Vikings team yeah. they went to three and four years, four and eight years, but never won anything. So they're not a dynasty. I look at you know dynasties in football. You got the Steelers, obviously the Steel Curtain. You've got those Niners teams, the Cowboys, the Patriots, and what we have uh, with with this Chiefs team, you know, possibly becoming a dynasty. You got to win. Four, four. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You got to win, but four in the row, bro. Like four in the row. Like they went four years to the Super Bowl. It's hard. Like, it's hard. It, like, let's separate the two, though, man. Like, it can be impressive. It can be difficult. It can be something we remember forever and give them credit for. But it's also not up there as, you know, a dynasty. Like, we can't call what the Patriots did a dynasty and then have, like, who's the other dynasty? The Bills. Wait, how many championships did the Bills win? None. None. Wait, how the hell are they a dynasty with the Patriots who won six in a 20-year span? How are they a dynasty with I the think- Steelers? I think a lot the of Cowboys? people, though, I think a lot of people would definitely agree with me, Todd. I, I just do. I you feel think like a so? Lot of people, yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with me. I, uh, I really do. I don't do. think so. I, I really do. For y'all folks out there at Twitter, let us know what you think because I really would like to know if y'all feel I, – I really would like to know. Or X, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's that's, that's always going to be Twitter. Always going to be Twitter, but, you know – let us know what you think about that because I really believe that a lot of people would actually agree with me on that. That Buffalo right. Bills is a dynasty. There's, there's someone on the, on hold who wants to weigh in, so make sure y'all hit us up. He said on Twitter, Ty D. Butler, Brandon Jacobs, 27. And then we want to hear from you on the phone lines, 800-919-3776. We go to Connecticut and talk to Tommy. Tommy, what you got on this conversation? What's up, Ty? What's up, 27? What's up? Um, 
So I just think it's one of those things where it's like such a hot button word that we get caught up on. But what the Bills did was so unprecedented four in a row. And it just makes me think about the way we look at um, Super Bowl champions. It's like we pretend that like nothing happened before 1967. So, yeah, the Bills won their league. So, um, yeah, if you want to use the word dynasty, I don't think you can take that away from them because they hoisted that Hunt trophy four times. Uh, yeah, but it's the, but that's they played another game after that, Tommy. I, I get but There's I get another it, game after that. Well, yeah, I mean, there also used to be six teams in the NHL. We don't take anything away from those Stanley Cup champions because there wasn't as many teams or, you know, like, or do you, like, what I do you, you can say the same about the Celtics in basketball. I, I understand that, but to me, it's hard to call yourself a dynasty if you don't win a championship. So I don't think can, they're calling themselves. I just think that's me calling them a dynasty. Or, yeah, or it's hard to call them a dynasty <laughs> if you don't win a championship. Now, we can, we can go back throughout sports history and find you know, championships that have been won that might not have been as difficult as present day, like going back to those Celtics teams in, uh, in the 60s with, with Russell uh, because, you know, the league wasn't as dynamic. Like, we can have that conversation. Yeah, but I just right. think once you But if you, you go to, back into the league, well, if you go back into the league, you know what you're not going to find? What's that? Teams a that team that went to the four, Super Bowl four times four, straight. Yeah, but you know what you're also not going to find? A, a team, team that, that lost the Super Bowl four years straight. Exactly. <laughs> and also a team that was well, considered that. Was that a – you know what's another interesting question? How about this? Was that a success? Would you would you call that Bills era of football a success? The fans were excited. They brought in – they generated a bunch of money for their for, – you know, for the city of Buffalo. Uh, yeah, I would definitely call it a success. Each time they went, absolutely, I would. There's no question. So that's There's a no successful question. era of Bills football. That that's a successful that that's a successful era of Bills football. And I'm not I'm not I can't call them a dynasty and turn around and say it was unsuccessful era. I can't do that. That doesn't make <laughs> no, sense. I get that. Let's go to Chris in Long Island. What's up, Chris? It's a good question, though. Yeah. Try to treat me. Hey guys, I love <laughs> trying to catch you slipping. <laughs> and, Thanks, um, yeah, and um, I'm 54, so I, I lived through the Bills and all that you know, success and ultimately disappointment. My college roommate, was uh, he cried when they lost, you know. Um, but I agree with, with Ty that it can't – a dynasty is like the ultimate winning thing, right? They didn't win. So I, I understand where Brandon's coming from. Uh, and – all respect to Brandon. I saw it. I watched Brandon play football. The guy was a monster. I mean, you know, I mean, to be that tall and it, you know, he was like Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry. So, but anyway, um, yeah, Dynasty, no, no, not for me. Okay. Thank you, I guys. You. Appreciate the call. You. How about uh, Anthony and West Milford? What's up, Anthony? What you got on this? Yo, what's up, Ty? What's up, two seven? What's up? Uh, yeah, nah, man, I gotta wait. I gotta, I'm siding with Ty on this one. All, all the respect to you, uh, Brendan Jacobs, but you gotta have the hardware. Like you said, those rings, they count for something. I mean, what Buffalo did, I mean, four years straight, I mean, to get even to the playoffs is, is, a, is a big deal. I mean, we saw that we were fighting hard this, this year with the Jets, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, holding the trophy at the end or just putting them, like, in your office or something that that is the the show of a dynasty. Yeah, 
I appreciate the call, they, Anthony. Uh, I might have cut him off prematurely. Uh, well, but, they, got, they got the AFC Championship trophies. They got that to put oh, it in there. Who, who walks around talking about that? When they, when they, when we talk about rings, yo, BJ, how many rings you got, bro? I have two of them. Okay, right. Have, so are we I, asking? And I, and I also have two AFC championship rings. Yeah, but I mean two and, NFC and, championship and, rings. And you're not the I mean, you're not the perfect trophies. example of it because you never lost in the Super Bowl. But like asking Brady, is Brady gonna say I got nine rings? Because because he, he he won the he won the AFC championship game nine times. Of course not. No, he's not going to say that. But I still think just me understanding how how hard it is to to make it to that game. It's I don't know, man. I, you know, like you said, dynasties are things that haven't been that that that's in, in that 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 success and that hasn't been done much. That's got, it. I mean, but what? Okay, so much. what's the criteria? What's the criteria? The lowest criteria of of of, of dynasty, of a dynasty is, is, yeah. yeah, is the Buffalo Bills. In, like anything short of that, no. So wait, uh, but tell me the like actual. Um, is it, it has to be four straight, three straight? Like where do you draw the line at criteria? Like what's your criteria? It has to be four straight Super Bowl appearances. That's what constitutes a dynasty. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, four straight. So, so, I'm sorry, they but less in, of a dynasty. But, but, they didn't but they, go. That ends in losses. Four straight, but if you if you went if you went two times and lost both, then I don't, I don't consider that as a time. Okay, so like how about if ni- yeah, how about if ninety four doesn't happen where they lose to Dallas and it's just three straight? Is that is that a dynasty? No, I, no I'm not gonna give them that one. So it's four, four straight. Though, four straight. I got to It's just hard What's for me. What's the difference? Not, just, though? What's the difference between three and four? One year. Big difference. So then why not make it five years? And <laughs> like why not make it five straight? Five straight. Yeah, so why do we have to stay stuck? I think but the listen, only reason probably why if they make it five four, straight, Ty, you still won't give them the dynasty respect. Even if they make it five and lose, six but and lose, see. you probably going to still – but I guarantee you if the New York Jets went to the Super Bowl four years straight, you'll be on there talking about they're a damn dynasty. No, I would not. I would not. <laughs> dynasty. I also think that part of why you're, you're, you're drawing the line at four, because four is like an odd number. That's not like, you know, a benchmark. The reason why you're saying four is because that's what actually ended up happening. Yes, that's yes, yes, that's what ended up happening. So I'm 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 gonna say four. I mean, because people just like I don't know, man. Like we had this conversation. It was like, no, nah, you gotta win. I'm like, man, it's hard. It's hard to make it to the Super Bowl four times straight. It's hard to make it to the Super Bowl one year. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. We've stumbled into. A fascinating debate. One of us is clearly right. The other one is clearly wrong. But we'll let you guys uh, determine where that falls. The Bills, as we just put on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler and uh, Brandon Jacobs. Hopefully we can get him to retweet it. The station just did. Uh, Joe Leo just did. Uh, The question is, the Bills, who went to four straight Super Bowls in the 90s, would you consider them to be a dynasty so far? 67% 67% of the audience says no. 33% of the audience is wrong and says, of course, we got some people weighing in. <laughs> At Mets Trucker says, as a Bills fan, if they if they won at least one of them, yes. But I can't say it was a dynasty no matter how dominant they were. Uh, At Jerome Escape says, an AFC dynasty, but who counts those? No one. We got uh, At Hoger who tweets in uh, dynamic versus dynastic. 
a dynasty is greater than the dynamic. So the dynamic he's given that to like the Bills, the Vikings team I mentioned who went to three and four years and four and eight. Uh, but a lot of people are, you know, disagreeing with you. Eddie Kane Jr. says, I, I agree with you the dynasty. You can say the Bills were the AFC dynasty, but not an NFL dynasty. I see that. I see it. I still hold strong. I'm still standing 10 toes down with that I believe is a dynasty because it's hard to make it there. So At Kinda Mad Dan says, um, Ty, love you guys' show. Not sure if you were around when the Bills were going to those Super Bowls, but if your team was playing them, it was daunting. I'd call them a dynasty. But, I mean, the definition of a dynasty is not you know, whether you view a team as daunting. Um, it's the fact that they, they got the rings, man. The rings jingling and jangling. And so far, that has not been the case. Um, or that was not the case, I should say, for the Bills. Just wasn't. Well, I guess I guess I mean if you're gonna put it in winning, I guess you can call it what it is, you know. But you know, would you give LeBron credit for going to as many finals as he went to, or just oh, the ones gonna, he won? I was gonna bring him up. The only reason why I was hesitant is because you don't really love my cross sport analogies. Because you know, uh, you I'm, I'm fine football. with the cross sport analogies, but when so you, LeBron, you know, LeBron goes to eight straight finals in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. It's not a dynasty. It's not a dynasty. Because he, he won three championships in, in the eight straight that he had gone to. Two, obviously, with the Miami Heat and the one with Cleveland. But, you know, it, it was he his own dynasty? Yeah, that's what I, you got to go because he went with different teams. That's, that's a really interesting one. Was LeBron James his own dynasty? Because he fits a lot of the criteria. He, he was he won, by far the leader on every team. He won the back-to-back championships. He won the solo championship, so that gives him, what, 2012, 2013, and 2016. Uh, is is there too much separation between the, the 2013 championship and the 2016 championship that you you render it, you know, ineligible to be a dynasty? That's a really good one. That is a really good one. Joe Leo, you're a big basketball fan. Would you call what LeBron did in the 2010s a dynasty, like a, an individual dynasty? I would say it's historic. And I think the Bills fall in that same category as well because no one's going to do that again. If there's an NFL team that goes the four straight, that's incredible. If there's a single player that goes to eight straight or more finals, that's incredible. That's a historic achievement, but it's not a dynasty. How about you, Tom? Well, I consider a dynasty is at least two titles over a short period of time or over a long period of time if you have a few uh, finals appearances. So the Bills, I don't consider. They won. They went to four straight Super Bowls. Fantastic. Again, we might not see that again. Not a dynasty. If they won one of them, maybe I can consider it. Maybe I'll change my mind because they went to four straight, but you've got to win at least one, if not multiple. And so you're saying in the short span of time, two championships in a short span of time, you you consider that a dynasty. So what's a short span of time? Let's say like five or six years maybe. Okay, so the New York Giants is a dynasty then. Mm. You know what, what complicates it for the Giants? The fact that I missed the playoffs. <laughs> no, no, Ty, I don't hear none of that. He said two championships in a short span of time, and in his short in his number, his short span Ooh. of time is five you years. Gotta, we did it you in You got an answer for that, Tom. The Giants, you gonna oh call that a dynasty? God. Yeah, so Uh-oh. you gotta, you either gotta call the Giants a dynasty, or you gotta go back on what you said. One of the two. So what are you gonna you, do, Tom? You better stand on business, Tom. All stand I'm saying, man, you better stand on business, Brandy. What you got for us? The Brandon, floor is yours. Brandon, you are so lucky. I'm a Giants fan. I will agree with you there. Let's go, I, baby. I backed myself into a corner. I can't get out of that one. 
You know what they call oh, that? Man. They call that checkmate. Let's hit Spike yeah. in St. Pete. What's up, Spike? Hey, good to talk to you guys. I'm, I'm sure you had a great time last night. Uh, did, that's He's dynastic. LeBron's dynastic. Any team he went to, uh, I don't know if you could double-check it, but I'm pretty sure my eye, even though I'm an old guy, he improved the team 20 games minimum. He just did what he did with that Cleveland team. He wasn't ready for Dallas. He was a little too young, but uh, it's dynastic what he did. It's funny when you mention the Vikings team of the 70s where I grew up on, and they had that great defense, purple people. He was Their coach was a Laker champion. I don't know if you know that. Bud mm. Grant won he won with the Minneapolis Lakers in 1958 oh. against the Rochester Royals, whose second-best player was Red Holzman. But uh, it just shows you I'm really old and still breathing. But anyway, I, on the basketball last night, Ty, you know, it's funny. As much as I watch basketball, I always notice the defense goes first. I saw it with D. Rose. LeBron started to tail off, but, you know, you can ramp it up for a quarter. That fourth quarter defense last night was smothering. Now, you got a, a team that had uh, six live bodies there with 40 minutes on. It's no excuse. They were home. They could have pulled it out. But they're suffering now. I'm a little concerned about Ananobi. If you could just uh, roll into that and give me your opinion, how are you out five games with a with a tender elbow? Is I actually saw him. I saw him walking in the um in the in the tunnel after the game yesterday, and he you know looked like his spirits were up. But obviously, you know, I can't diagnose him by just looking at him. It is something to be concerned about. Uh, definitely something yeah. to be concerned about. It would be pretty cool, pretty cool if you walked over and he says, you want an autograph? No, I'd like to t- test your elbow out here. You know, pull on this. Anyway, listen, you saw a great game. But LeBron James definitely is now, to me, a beaten father time, Brandon. I'd love to hear your opinion on it because Aaron Rodgers comes over here at 40, 41. It's a different game. But at 39 years old, now, granted, he came up at 18. He looked 40, but... Be it as it may, at 39 years old, to play at the level, he's, what is he now, Ty, 25 and, and 7 20, or something? 25, 8 and 8. Uh-oh. Yeah. 52% shooting. And, he, and look how he turned it on last night. The problem with your team is that AD's got to do that six, seven times out of ten. That's and you won't get that. And you, and you won't get that Appreciate from the call, Spike. You're not a big AD guy? No, I'm not a big AD. I, I, I mean, I, I think he's great. I just don't think he's that reliable. I, I don't think he's that consistent. Through the season, I, he I really has those don't. games where you're like, "Wait, is AD playing tonight?" Yes, he is right. playing. You just can't notice because the guy's not being impactful, and that happens right. and, too and much. I, and I get it; it's a professional sport. The other guys are getting paid to stop you. Well, yeah. no one's getting paid to stop nobody in the NBA because it's going <laughs> 150 points a night almost. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. He's just he's just really inconsistent for me, man. And. um I don't know. I I just think Brian gonna need a little bit more than that to 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 get where he want to go as far as championship wise. If if that's what he's chasing or not, or is he just waiting to play with his kid or not and then be done? I, I like I don't know. Well, I mean, it's gonna be an interesting trade deadline uh, this coming week because Brian's got a player option for fifty one million dollars for next season that he can opt out of and test free agency this summer. His kid, obviously, you know, after experiencing that scare back on the court with USC so he could enter the draft and then that creates a you know an interesting you know sweepstakes to 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 see you know if you're bidding for the services of LeBron do you got to take Bronny with him so it's going to be interesting a lot of Knicks fans though this past week BJ talking about they you know they they should trade for LeBron James Lakers ain't trading that guy Lakers are not trading him
because they can yeah, but still. Yeah, if, if the Lakers aren't in the position to take Bronny, though, they might want to because he's made it clear that that's what he wanted to do. So yeah, they're they going to have to figure something out. He don't have to play. Well, he's under contract, so he has to play, but um, he can opt he's made out. it clear. He's, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, like he's uh, he's 39 years old. Mm-hmm. He can opt out. He's not going to go a year until his contract is over, but then he get a chance to play with Bronny. He's made it clear that he wants to play with Bronny, and that's, you know, I can't blame the guy. His son's in the NBA. He's still in the NBA, and he and he wants to play with him. I mean, I, 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 they got to grant him that. He's LeBron. How, how you got to cool grant him that. Be? Like, how could you keep that from him? How cool would that be, though? Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Yo, Stephen A was at the Garden last night, hyped. Was he? I saw him. He was, he was on the court because uh, NBA Countdown was doing their show. Everyone, Malika, uh, Wulban, and um, Bob Myers, they were all in the studio at the seaport. Stephen A was like, nah, I want to be in the Garden. So he was, he was on the court wilding, doing his thing, getting hyped. Because he's hype about his Knicks. Yeah, he loved the Knicks. Then I saw, yo, I saw this earlier. This is pretty cool. This is how you know Stephen A's the man. I saw Drake and um, J. Cole are on their tour right now. And what's the name of the tour? Uh, it's the Big as the What tour. And they came out to an introduction on the Jumbotron of Stephen A. Smith. Oh, really? Yeah, Stephen A. introduced them. Oh, I think that was sweet. in Tampa, Florida. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope, that's, man. That's, that's how good. you know Stephen A's the man. Stephen A's I like Stephen A, man. man. A lot of people hate Stephen A because he's so, like, I guess you can say when he's making his points in debates and he's obnoxious with it. But I, I got to, man, he always knows what he's talking about. He's he great. He always, man. like, he's never just on, he's just, he's never blurting out stuff that, that, that you know, just he don't have facts on. Like, he, he's, he, I think, man, I love Stephen A. He's well now, now, Yeah. Now sometimes you hate him when he when he's not for who you like. Exactly. And he's That's talking about who you like. That yeah, then I get it. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but I mean I I think he always makes valid points, man, and, and, and he's you know, he's great at what he does. And that's like one of many things you can say about Steven. Like, whether you agree or disagree with him, you can say he's, you know, allowed. The dude is passionate, and he's a performer. He's an entertainer. He's He understood and recognized that, you know, part of the allure that comes with him and his brand is the theatrics. So he's he's he's, you know, he's decided to embrace it. And I think he's mastered it so much where, like, every time he's on TV, it feels like you got to watch him. Like, it's an event. He walks into a room. It, you know, it, he's, it's a big deal. And, you know, shout out to Stephen A. Smith doing his thing. Happy for, happy for him. I've, I've always been a big fan of his because, you know, he's, he put the work in. Like, you know, he was 20 years at the Philadelphia Inquirer. Like, you know, he, he, he put the work in. Like, this dude earned every bit of cash he has, every bit of cachet. So I, I, I love him. Got nothing but love for Stephen A. Smith. 800-919-3776. What I don't love is what you did to our producer that last segment, man. You put Tom Bauer in it's just the chokehold position. No, I just asked questions and I you know he He's gave flustered. me his answer. So it fit it fit my it, it fit I can't call it a narrative because I didn't think about that, but when he said two championships in you know within five years is considered a dynasty, it sounds like the Giants to me. It's awkward for him too, because he's a big Giants fan. So he's he's got no point. He's got no other option than to acquiesce to you because you know you helped the Giants win two Super Bowls. 
Okay, so let's take it to Utah. What do you think about that? Two championships in, in nah. short years and five. No, I can't call it a dynasty. <laughs> and look, you're going to laugh. Oh, you're just a Jeff fan. No. Wait, listen. I just knew I you was going to say that. Look, I would love I'll, – I'll, I'll be candid here. This is not me doing it for radio, giant jet, you know, rivalry, because I like to have some fun with you. Listen, I would give, like, my right arm to have two championships in five years, especially when the first one was, you know, beating an undefeated team. Like, that – it doesn't get any better than beating the goat, coach, goat, quarterback – that's special. But I can't call that a dynasty because in the years in between the two Super Bowls, y'all were missing the playoffs. Yep, we did. We missed the playoffs uh, those those two years. It was, it was tough. No, we didn't miss the playoffs in between. Yeah, we you didn't. did. We, no, we didn't. We went to the playoffs. We, we, well, we 2008 you did. No, because we was the number one seed in the NFC in 2008. So, one, yeah. so, two, so two years in between. In 2009 and 2010, you missed the playoffs. And then in right. 2008, you didn't win a playoff game. You lost. Right, but you say we missed the playoffs. I'm just trying yeah. to prove to you that we, we made the playoffs. In That's two it. of the three years that were sandwiched in those Super Bowls, you missed the playoffs. And then the third year, you made the playoffs but didn't win a playoff game. Right. So that's why it's hard to call it a dynasty. Like, you I got the it. two championships. So you feel, you you fulfilled one of the you know criteria. You got the check for that, but otherwise... Um, I don't think so. Let's go to Mitchell in New Jersey. What's up, Mitchell? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm I'm enjoying this, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. What's well, up? It goes back. It, it goes back. Uh, sometimes two things can be true at the same time. I'm with both of you uh, because the Buffalo Bills, yeah, they won the four straight Super Bowls. They didn't win none, but you would consider them a dynasty, but only in the AFC. If a team won four straight Super Bowls, that would be a dynasty in the NFL. But if you look at the dictionary, it talks about a family that's been a powerful country that goes back centuries. But have fun with it. Thank you. Appreciate the call. I think Joe Leo just made a phenomenal point during the break. What did you say, Joe, about, you know, walking around with paraphernalia? Do you see anybody walking around with AFC championship gear, NFC championship gear, uh, Eastern Conference championship gear? No. Do you, Brandon? Do you yeah, know? Do you know where your? I just worked out in an NFC Championship shirt. I, I was just going to ask you that. Do you know where your <laughs> NFC Championship shirt Absolutely is? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. You worked out in it, means meaning that you don't feel too. You know, you're not too. No, tired. it and makes it. it, it you know, it motivates me. That's why it motivates me. I, I, I guarantee I you, you're not working out in your championship rings. No, I don't even wear those things. Exactly. Why? Because you so put why that did, away. So, so why did, so why do you have to win to have a dynasty? I don't even wear them. I couldn't tell you the last time I seen them. Well, because it's sacred. It's like mm. it's something that you don't want to be. You don't want it to be touched. You don't want it to be misplaced. You don't want it to be in the wrong hands. You got to be responsible. Those are sacred. It would it would be foolish to go out in public wearing those rings. It's people, man. People do it all the time. Yeah, because they don't know what to do when. They well, the ones who have them jewelry. anyway. Not too many people do that. I have one of my friends, man. He's a boxer. I and I manage him. Name's Kendall Hope. He wear his, he wear his WBO World Championship ring all the time. He has it on all the time. I I don't see. He's afraid someone's gonna steal it. If you're worried about somebody going (laughs) in your house stealing your ring, then yo, that's counterintuitive. He's so afraid that it's gonna be stolen. He wears it. He wears it. So you. He wears it. You feel like it, it's more, it's more safely guarded on your hands than it is in the, the confines of your house? 
Yeah. Who the hell he got running through his crib like that? That he don't <laughs> Nobody. <feel laughs> What's going Nobody, on? Nobody, I'm sure of that. But we had this conversation a few days ago, and he said that. I'm like, champ, I, don't, uh, I can't yeah, wear my rings like that, man. Boxing's also – I have a silicone wedding ring because I didn't want to feel the the like the solid like the metal like the solid material in between my fingers. So I have a silicone ring. Yeah, a lot of people, um, especially in the gym, wear the the silicone ring. I've got the tungsten ring, you know, the little Amazon fifteen mm-hmm. twenty dollars joint. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. But boxing's also weird to like judge in that sense because there are too many governing bodies. Like that's one of the things that hurts the sport. There's so many ch- champion. There's so many titles, promoters camps where you don't actually get the best against the best and then when it happens it's late now you see uh bud might go up to did you see this bud might go up to 168 to fight canelo Canelo? he's at he's winning at 147 he -hmm. might go up 21 pounds to fight canelo i don't think that's a good idea and i love bud man i do i think it's a good idea i think it's an awesome idea because yeah because weight class is all about how you train your body throughout the time of training but always Bud walk around 170-something. He walk around that. So but he's not he fighting be, at that weight. He's not fighting at that weight. So he would be – and he and the crazy part about it is he Bud will probably still train to try to, to try to weigh in at 152, 153, 154, somewhere around there because he's a naturally a smaller guy, but he's taller than Canelo. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, I, I don't think it's a problem. I, I got think, Bud – I actually got Bud winning I, if they I'm, fight. Look, I will be rooting hard for Bud. And I would I would pray that you're right because I, I love Bud. Met him before. He's a cool dude. Shout out, you know, Aki Barak. I used to host. I used to produce the show with them. They had Bud in the studio. It was great. But Canelo's Canelo obviously is already an all time great. He's dominated in that weight class, and now Crawford is coming up significantly to fight in waters that he's not familiar with. So I get whatever he walks around and he's not fighting at that weight. And he's going the, up against a guy who's dominated there, who's already an all-time great. The only reason why we're talking about this, because there's really nobody else in 168 that Canelo's yeah. willing to fight outside of David Benavidez, and he's not going to fight him. He's afraid of him. He's oh, afraid so? of him. He's think afraid he's... of him. There's no question about it. He had many opportunities. Right now, He not, not either one of those guys has anything scheduled. They have an opportunity to schedule this fight right now, and, and Canelo will not do it. And he will not do it. You think he's, he's afraid, afraid of, of him? Of losing he's afraid him? of him. He didn't even want to be in the same room with him. <laughs> Benavidez, man, you think Benavidez could knock him out? I don't think he's knock him out, but I, I, I do think that that he's a tough fighter that can, with good skills, who can dominate the fight from one to twelve. I do believe that. Yeah, because I mean, Benavidez with the Caleb Plant, uh, Caleb Plant fight, he won that one. He, he who did he just fight? Uh, was it Andre? He just fought and yeah, he beat him. Uh, yeah. Demetrius Andrade, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, he beat, beat him. him. But he was, so, uh, but Boo Boo was just in there for the checks. Like, oh, man. <laughs> like that's what I got from that fight. He he looked great early on, but then he just was trying to just get out of there without getting hurt. It's 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 that's what's wrong with boxing, man. Like you got there's like too many different factors, and even as as, as you know, it sounds elementary, but like weight classes. Like you want to see the best fight the best, but a lot of times it can't happen because there's just you know too much like that that separation is too much 21 pounds man that's a lot that's a lot that's 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 a whole lot bro so yeah. I, I would be rooting for bud but it's it's tough yeah no it is it, a lot but i think with the type of skills uh power and you know along with you know power speed 
um, in timing that Bud has, I just don't think that one. That I don't think that that weight difference would be a difference for him. And Bud just smoked Errol Spence. I, yeah, watching that fight, I thought it would be a lot more competitive because that's I the knew. fight we've been we've been looking forward to watching see, for years now. And see, Spence I knew had that wasn't going to be. I knew that wasn't going to be competitive. I knew it wasn't going to be a competitive fight. I'm into this boxing. I do this boxing stuff more than football. So, you know, I, I knew just you know just by some of the guys that you know that they tried to. Uh, say that uh, Bud was fighting that he fought nobody. Like that's not necessarily true, you know. If you, you know, I mean, you, he you, fought you, Kell Brook. He beat him. He beat Sean Porter. Like, yeah, he, he's fighting people. Yeah, and Khan they tried to beat take, him. Say his his resume wasn't good enough, and he wasn't pushed in any of the fights. Well, Errol Spence went to decision with all of those guys, except yeah. Kell Brook. Except Kell Brook, he you know he he broke his eye socket. So I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I didn't. I, I I just got Bud up there as the number one pound for pound fighter right now. I just do. I don't think nobody can beat him, including Canelo. <laughs> I I would love to see that fight, but just not at that weight. Well, Canelo ain't gonna come down because he's gonna say he's the champion and he's yeah. the man, and you need to come up to him. That's just how guys try to get you to not take something. You know, let's go back to to uh, Devin Haney. Good guy's a great a, a great fighter, but if if you offer a guy like Shakur Stevenson twenty five you know twenty five percent of the purse, he's gonna you know he's gonna say no, you know yeah. he's not gonna take that. So that only show a guy like me who's who, who wants competitive fights and, and I want to see it. That only that only tells a guy like me that this man is a window in boxing. You only have a window, so you got to make as much as you can. I'm not gonna take twenty five percent of a fight. I mean, of a purse to fight you. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. I think that Devin Haney doesn't want to fight uh, Shakur Stevenson. So he offered him something, you know, he wasn't going to take. They didn't even counter. They didn't even want to come back to counter to offer more to make sure, he, you know, he took the fight. They they just left it at that and moved on and moved up to 40. He so was scared you, of him. You think he's ducking him? him? He don't want to fight him. Because <laughs> usually, usually throughout negotiations, usually throughout negotiations, okay, I offer you this. You say hell no. Okay, then I offer you this. You see, you know, you get it until you, you know, oh, all right, cool. Maybe he took thirty percent, thirty-two percent, but they didn't offer him anything outside of twenty-five because he did not want to fight him. Mm. Simple. He's ducking him. And then how about yes. this, real quick? I was disappointed because um, we were supposed to be leading up a couple weeks from now to you know Fury and Usyk, uh, but Fury, what did he get hurt in camp? And now they yeah. have to postpone it. Yeah. So that that's not gonna happen until. I think I saw it's May, um, nine, oh, May 18th. Mm-hmm. So and, that uh, fight is scheduled like for that. England or something like that. Somewhere. Yeah. They go do those heavyweight fights uh, across the pond, man. Well, I'm, I'm not willing to jump on a bird and go. <laughs> Vegas? You, anywhere? I'm there, though. Oh, you, you'll be there in Vegas? I'm trying to roll with you. I, What's up? I mean, if they're fighting in Vegas, I definitely want to go. Yeah, nah, they're not like, going to fight in Vegas. I know. The, the, not gonna yeah, fight the heavyweights, they, they, go, they, like, they normally fight you know, overseas, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm a big but, boxing guy, Ty. <laughs> I, I see. I like it. Well, um, so the next time we, we get a big fight, we out to Vegas. Yeah, I'm with it. 